everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good morning and salutations across the dome. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. Nanny Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. Scandal rocks the Jojo's World studio this morning as Nick Ballantyne reveals that he thinks that Noriaki Kakuin in the 2016 Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders adaptation has red hair. No, sorry, has... <laughs> I fucked that up. Has black hair as opposed to his trademark red. Now, I'm not saying it's been four years since we watched it because it's only been three? Maybe. I don't think it's 2016 either because we started this podcast in 2016. So, yeah. Whenever we started, nothing matters. Nothing matters, Nick. The point is, he has red hair. He has red hair. He has red hair, except for when they do things with the colour palette. Sometimes it's white, sometimes it's black. I doubt it. Oh, damn it. Well, why is this a scandal, Liam? Because we have a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. You're right. You know what Kakuin, everyone's favourite character with the best theme music looks like. (laughs) He doesn't have the best theme music. He kind of does. I think Giorno has the best theme music. Or are you talking exclusively? When the good strings come in. Dun, 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 dun. Piano is a stringed instrument. Technically, yes. I cannot fault you there. Uh, This is, of course, JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where today we are recapping and discussing uh, the 2001 JoJo's Bizarre Adventure miniseries and the episode The Emperor and the Hanged Man. Everyone's favourite episode. Legitimately a very good one. Towards the end. Probably my favourite one of these so far. Ooh, okay. All right. I thought it was just good. You thought it was good? I thought it... Gonna go out on a limb here and say this episode was good. Shit, okay, sure, you can have that opinion. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Well, I guess we're gonna have to have a, we're gonna have to throw a hands. verbal debate. <laughs> we're gonna have to destroy each other with facts and logic. Let me tell you a thing about reason, Liam. Define reason. Uh, it's when I'm right and you're wrong, <laughs> big face. Define special mouse. Special mouse? We've talked about this bit before. It's oh, not okay. worth recapping it. All right, sure. Um, okay, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, Nick, we, we've got to talk about uh, Jojo World. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. I think you mean Jojo's World. Like <laughs> That's they the name of our show. That they, You know, anything about Jojo World is, you know, it falls under Jojo's. Yeah, right? it's our IP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so any, there's nothing else that's called Jojo World. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, Nick, that's where you're wrong. Liam, don't break me here. There's a small amusement park coming called Jojo World. <laughs> Hold on. Amusement park? Yeah, an amusement centre, which is defined by Wikipedia, and a family entertainment centre or amusement park. It's an indoor amusement park or simply fun centre. A small amusement park marketed towards families with small children to teenagers, often entirely indoors. Oh, it's like, um, I think either in Perth or in Australia, we had fun Fun centre. Fun station. Fun station. Fun station. Fun station play centre. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was like an indoors sort of gymnasium of sorts. And they had Croc on PlayStation 1. Oh, God, yes. And a GameCube at one point, I think. Wow, that was well after I stopped going there. Oh, okay, all right. I can't remember. I just remember, like, I had to go there for someone's birthday yeah. party and I was like, oh, I don't really want to go. I don't know them. And then I went there and I was like, wow, this place is... Right, has... they got Croc here. This place has evolved. Jojo World. Why isn't it Jojo's World? Because we're Jojo's World. Though I have very much enjoyed uh, retweeting things about Jojo World and correcting people to say Jojo's World. (laughs) Um, Listener, join in on the Twitter conversation about Jojo World by tweeting, Wow, I sure am looking forward to Jojo World. It's also the name of a very funny podcast uh, called at jojo's podcast it has a very handsome co-host is it me sure why not if that's what you need yes it's me what was that well i didn't huh what oh okay sure yeah jojo world so what okay so hey everyone welcome to jojo world i'm liam s smith one of the prime hosts the location is yokohama world porters what what the hell is that oh nick i'm so glad you are i've got the (laughs) Got the website with the facilities oh God, overview really up do. here. It's located in the Yokohama Minato Mirai 21 Shinko district. Uh-huh. You can play all day in this shopping mall for shopping, dating, and other purposes. Uh, what shopping, dating? The spacious building what? includes about 200 unique fashion, interior, and sundry stores, restaurants, cinema, and amusement facilities. Uh-huh. You can enjoy them all day. Being close to the sea, it's a popular spot for Minato Mirai sightseeing and walking, as well as shopping. Ooh, I do like sightseeing. Furthermore, 
Aeon Cinema on fifth floor is showing movies with eight screens. As in, you watch one movie over eight screens? I doubt it. Oh. So that's where it's being held. Okay. It's being inaugurated on the March 5th, 2021 until May 9, 2021. Okay. Organised by Bandai Namco Amusement. Oh, Bandai Namco? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It will feature attractions and minigames based on parts one to five of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There will be sales of various goods with newly drawn illustrations, photo spots and much more. Ooh. Part one minigame. Mimetta Ripple Roulette. A minigame where you can get prizes by pouring in your ripple energy. Is weird. But Part okay. two mini game. Okay, yeah. Ancient Roman chariot death match lottery wheel. Yes. Oh my god, I want this. I wish I just ended it. Part two mini game. Ancient Roman chariot death match. <laughs> no, a mini game where you can win prizes by spinning a lottery wheel that resembles the chariot battle between Joseph Joestar and Wamu. Oh. Part three mini game. Uh huh. Katagesnik. Is it something to do with Starfinger? No. Is it uh, Stardust Crusaders Lottery Wheel? Dio's, you're watching me, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you're you're watching me, aren't you? <laughs> A mini game where you can get prizes by photographing Dio with Joseph's Hermit Purple. Okay, now I was on board with the first two. That one seems a bit weird. Part three mini game. Uh huh. Joestar Group World Tour. A Sugoroku-style attraction that takes you on a journey from Japan to Egypt, where Dio is located. A what-style attraction? Sugoroku. Sugoroku. Sugoroku? Literally, double six. Refers to two different forms of Japanese board game. Okay. Similar to Snakes and Ladders. Oh. Or the other sort, similar to Backgammon. Oh. Part four minigame. Let's go to the manga artist's house. Yes. <laughs> An interactive attraction where you can be interviewed by Rohan. Oh my god, you can be interviewed? Yeah. Tell me, why do you live? What is your face? How do I live without you? What What time? What time? Part 5 minigame. Passione Team Assignment Suitability Diagnostic Test. <laughs> yep. A mission-progressing attraction where you'll receive a phone call from the leader of the team you're assigned to after taking the Passione Suitability Test. What? So and then you'll just... get missions from Bruno, I assume. So it's just like... A sorting hat mixed with... I'm assuming it's like, um, you know how they do things that aren't escape rooms, but are similar, but are spread out over, like, actual public locations? Yep. I'm assuming it's like that. Ah, I like that. But that's just me assuming. Yeah. And you know what happens when you assume? You get it right. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jojo World, baby. Uh, You can support the show at (laughs) patreon.com at Jojo World. And if you like our amusement park, send a like on Twitter. Jojo's podcast. Yep. So what? Okay. Yep. Every time you see someone tweet about Jojo World, chime in. That's the name of my uh, favorite Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. But it's actually Jojo's World. You can find it at Jojo's podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I think you got it wrong. It's actually Jojo's World. Yeah. Um, They've been average. doing it since like 2014 or 2016 or something. So no one really knows. Someone at Bandai Namco is like, "All right, listen. We got to get these Jojo's World boys on board. We got to get them off the internet." What's the only way how? DMCA. Boom. And that's how we were destroyed by facts and logic. Yeah, just one DMCA took us down. Get on the ground floor, listener. DMCA us. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have them DMCA us. MDMA us. Only antagonize. Do not call to action. IMDB me. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Ooh, ooh, we're talking about the thing. Yes. That that the show's about. (gasps) Liam. The thing that the show's about. We're back on track. Choo-choo. So we done... Here's my question about Jojo World. Yes. Okay. It's an amusement park centre. And this is what the website was about ages ago? That you well, there's like... also been some things called Jojo Radio happening since then, which as far mm. as I can tell are interviews or discussions between the voice actors of the uh, main protagonists of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, the modern anime series. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to watch a subtitled radio conversation for half an hour. So I don't really know what the whole deal is there. Mm, This is also building up to an event in April where people speculate that hopefully they'll announce Stone Ocean. If they don't announce Stone Ocean... We're fucked. What the hell are we going to do? We're going to be watching revolutionary girl Utana for a a million years. Oh, God. I'm actually super hyped. Then we'll do Trigun, then we'll do the Big O, then we'll do the Mandalorian. Ooh, I like these options. Not gonna lie, these are good options. And then 
We'll watch time as it slowly and steadily flows past. Ever slipping through slipping? our fingers like sand in an hourglass, which you shouldn't be sticking your hands in because frankly it's unhygienic. Mm, it is. That stuff has like sand. Sand in it. I hate sand. It's coarse. Stays in its hourglass. <laughs> it's exactly where you want it to be at all times yeah. since it's a sealed chamber. It's fucking How'd sickening. you get your hands in that sealed chamber? <laughs> well, with my stand, of course. Hourglass. I was going to say sand hands. Sand hands? Yeah. Oh. Mr. Sandman? I think that's been done in a later JoJo part. Mr. Sandman. Don't hand. me. I know. Give me a hand. Something, something. Sand hand, something, something. Great. Thank you. Uh, it's a work in progress, but I, I feel good about sand hand. The Emperor and the hang rat, Hanged Man. Season 1, episode 10. Episode 10? Yeah, because you know they did oh, second the half way first. Round. Yeah, true. Polnareff is attacked by the stand known as the Hanged Man. An enemy stand. <laughs> That's so redundant. <laughs> Doing that again? Go on, hit me with it. Polnareff is attacked by the stand known as the Hanged Man. An enemy stand. No, wait, hang on. I didn't quite catch it. Are you telling me the stand known as the Hanged Man is an enemy stand? Is an enemy stand. Polnareff is lured into a trap set by Jay Guile, user of the Hanged Man, and his partner, Whole Horse. What a bastard. How we all love Whole Horse. That bastard. Or as the DVD case would put it. Oh. Jotaro and his comrades hurry their way to India. In his impatience to avenge his younger sister, Polnareff leaves the group behind in search for the man with two right hands. He soon finds himself in trouble when confronted by Dio's new assassins, Hanged Man and Emperor. Mm. Abdol rushes to the rescue, but now the attacks let loose by Hanged Man and Emperor are directed upon Avdol. <gasps> That's a bit like, of a spoiler. Yeah, That's like the whole thing of the episode. That's, yeah... But then we don't see the drama that ensues. Oh my god. We don't see their reactions. The gripping fallout. We don't see their ennui. Not that. Uh, we, we don't... Despair. Ooh, yep, despair I could go with. Which JoJo's Bizarre Adventure protagonists would do best in a Danganronpa style killing game? I feel like Jotaro because he would just break all the rules. He, like, actually, you're probably right there because Jotaro is very physically tough, so unlikely mm. to get murdered. Yep. Uh, he's very perceptive, mm -hmm. so he's good, gonna be good at solving murders. Yep. And he's very scary. <laughs> Why is scary important? So he's unlikely to be murdered. Again? Yeah. So he's got double won't be murdered mm -hmm. vibes mixed with I see everything. And he's got his own sense of justice, so he's unlikely to just recklessly kill someone. No, but he will pound everyone into the ground who says, You're the murderer. He's like, I'm not the murderer. Aura, aura, aura. Oh yeah, Jodoro will prove you're not the murderer. I will with this new power I've yet never used before. Yeah, that's more or less what I think <laughs> would happen. It's like, oh, we have the same line of reasoning. Much like the same stand that I use. Oh. Uh, see? Yeah. 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 Who would do the worst? I'm going to say Okayasu. <laughs> Wait, no. Who's who's the guy? Or maybe, um... The, what, is it Shigechi? Oh yeah, Shigechi's going to fucking die. Yeah, he would immediately be killed. Although he'd be good at gathering evidence. That's why they kill him first. Uh, just like this is why they killed Avdol first. Uh, because he's tough and everyone loves him. He's good at getting evidence. With fire. With fire. Fire is the ultimate gatherer of evidence. <laughs> hey guys, I brought back these charred remains. The sun is high. It's India. <gasps> Which we immediately went, oh, Egypt. Yeah. Taj Mahal. <laughs> ah, Egypt. Modern office buildings, modern skyline, slums. People on the street Gath reaching for our boys. Joseph looks fine, uh, Jotaro looks happy, everyone else looks unhappy. Polnareff especially so. Who are you guys? Stay away from me. And Jotaro, a cow does a big poop. Yep. And then Jotaro is like... We just, can we take a moment to linger on that though? Well, can we actually move past that to Gaylord Restaurant? I mean, both of these are exceptional, but like, <laughs> consider that the cow, it just, it's, a, it's so much. Like, look at that. A cow is a machine for poop, Nick. Yes. And methane. I guess so. That's a good point. But Gaylord Restaurant. Gaylord Restaurant, which I can only get assume from it being an establishing shot, but then we move into it. I hope so. Because otherwise... they're all there. They're all enjoying just a bunch of, of heterosexual traveling buddies enjoying Gaylord Restaurant. <laughs> Having some nice chai tea. No women in this of... party. Are there any women in this shot at all? There are no women in this show at all. <laughs> Other than, of course, Holly. Ah... Uh... And I'm guessing maybe like... Enya. Yeah. We know Enya's in it. Uh, What's-her-face? Maria might Maria. like an appearance. Yep. Mariah, sorry. 
don't know who else there is. The lady from this episode who oh, isn't yeah. Anya. And also isn't the uh, Empress. No, she's just someone just there. Just some Indian aristocrat. Yep. Just, just someone. They're all enjoying a nice meal. Oh, such a big time in the crowds. All those people are asking for money. Wow. This sure, this sure is the place where in 2020, currently the world's largest general strike is happening. What? In India. What? Right now. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to pay attention to your news, Nikki boy. I don't have time for the news. I am the news. (laughs) Well, this sure is India. Man. And after I was like, oh, Polnareff, you'll learn to love this place. And Polnareff's like, I don't know if I will. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I do like this chai, as you call it. (laughs) It's got a sweet air to it that I can get on board with. And Jotaro's like, this is a pretty interesting... Jotaro keeps smiling in this show and it's really off-putting. Yeah, he doesn't have that... Moody energy. Yeah, he just has this weird smirk. (laughs) I'm Jotaro. Hey, (laughs) it's me, Jotaro. Ladies. (laughs) There are no ladies in this show. (laughs) Gaylord restaurant. <laughs> um, so then Polnareff's all like, yeah. Oh, can we talk about Polnareff's face? Pol- yeah, Polnareff makes this face. Oh, Let me find it. Oh, God. He's like got a real overbite going on. I think it was an under, underbite. Yeah, overbite is the top lip mm, going yeah, over. Yeah, that's the one I have. Yeah, the underbite is the lower jaw seeping forward. And he's in perfect profile, as if, if, if there was a second Polnareff mirrored with him, it could be their two faces or a vase. Ooh. You know? Oh, I know. You know. I know. We and all he, know. And he just looks like a goofy fish man <laughs> with intense yeah. cheekbones. I was going to say a mighty gorilla boy, but... Either way. Also, he's blonde in this one, so he does look a lot more like Guile. He does. He does look a lot more like Guile. And we've covered that before. Yeah, but still. He's got a wider flat top here. Yes. And also it's got mullet at the back. Even more mm, so than in other. mm, Indeed. Indeed. Everyone's rocking intense mullets. (laughs) And why not, you know? It was the... It was the fashion of the time. It was, you know... Mullets are kind of in right now in Australia. They're always in in Australia. They're kind of a perennial... But they've, like, achieved this, like, fashion status again. Yeah, but that's just what it is, you know? They come and go, you know? Like, there's always, like, a... um, Not to be, uh, like, a classist reductionist, but, like, there's always, like, a bowing element that's going to favour the mullet. It's true. It's true. Particularly if people aim for it, you know? Polnareff stands up and says, You Asian guys have no sense of beauty. I'm going to the bathroom. And then everyone's like... Wow, Polnareff is really racist. <laughs> you know, I didn't think that the French would be that mean, but God. Polnareff, really racist. You're cancelled. <laughs> it's 2020 now. We can't have that. What a vulgar man, they actually say. Ooh, here's our food. Ah, it looks delicious, says Joseph. That, I... That's it. Yep. Jotaro and Kakuin are the only Asian men there and neither of them spoke. Yes. Y- yes. <laughs> but you know how it is. that When an Asian is in the room, clearly... Polnareff needs to target them. That's just how it works. That's just his own prejudice. That's his his terrible taste in stereotypes. He bursts into the restaurant, immediately declaring, as you'd expect... Did I say restaurant? Yes, the restaurant. I meant the restroom of the restaurant. There you go. Immediately declaring, as you'd expect from a tourist cafe, this place is immaculate. Never have I ever heard anyone ever use that phrase ever when walking into a restroom. A public restroom. But man, I can see it happening. We skip the whole thing where the toilet is a hog. Yep, yep. We don't have that. No. It's just a normal flushing toilet. Yeah, well, we don't, we don't dwell on that at all. He's just washing his hands. Yeah, which is weird. Very weird. India. We're getting close, he says. And then the thing happens that we all remember from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, mm-hmm. where... The hanged man is looming menacingly in the window, but it's just in the reflection in the bathroom mirror, not in reality. Oh, because Ugh. the hanged man is in the reflection. But he pointedly world. sees that it has two right hands. <gasps> what? What? How is that possible? How? I mean, it must be the guy. I saw a strange guy outside the window, he says. And then he looks back in the mirror. What? And he's there again. But it can't be. But then he looks back and he's not there again. Two right hands. Say. So, uh, knife rears up, attacking with Silver Chariot. Uh, and I really like Silver Chariot's epée, or foil, or sword. <laughs> okay. I really like how in the animation in this one, it's got a lot of give to it, like those mm. swords do in real life. Like a rapier that's just like... Yeah, because well, if I remember, it was very rigid in the other anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas this one, he pokes it in, and it bends. It bends, but then also shatters the mirror. Hey. Deez is a good video game. What? 
Hades. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, and so the mirror shatters, it falls on the ground, and Polaris all like, how was that possible? And then he runs outside, not checking in with everyone else. Where is the main body of that stand? Where is he? My sister, I must avenge her. Sacre bleu. <laughs> wow, Liam, that's weirdly racist. <laughs> and then Avdol joins him outside like, hey man, what's up? You wouldn't know what's up, Avdol. You don't know what's up with me and my trauma. So he's all like, yeah, look. I get it. You, you don't know me, Avdol. My sister was murdered. You can't possibly know. Yeah, your sister was time. never murdered, Avdol. You'll never understand. My pain is too real. Like a... Like this, the these sun. wounds won't seem to heal. It's like the sun. There are just some things that time cannot erase. It's like... It's like hurt. Does that wake me up inside? Wh- what? No. The lyrics I was just doing. I believe those are wake me up, wake me up inside. I mean, there's there's a whole song up. there. Well, I mean, yeah. I think it's the same band. It doesn't matter. Probably. Nothing matters. Nothing matters in this world. My sister was violated and murdered. I've got feelings, man pain, blah, blah, blah. Man pain. Man. Polnareff has such man pain in this episode. <laughs> the hell is man pain? That's like. Oh, I can't be bothered. You gotta tell I, me. Okay. That's like, you know, like in Taken. Yeah. Where it's like the social. Like. He's got the socially acceptable form of man pain to have. It's like still masculine because it's vengeance and wrath. Ah, uh, I guess. Isn't that just pain and trauma just in general? Well, it's not a healthy way of expressing your emotions. But we- <laughs> it's weird that you would not just call it vengeance. Well, I didn't coin it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, in that case, all is forgiven. Thank you. No worries. They're all on this big, beautiful bridge. <laughs> oh, a big, beautiful bridge. So nice. Bridge. Infrastructure. Oh, we you, love it. You gotta love a society that values maintenance. So I love this, because this is the scene where Polnareff is like, Mr. Joestar, now we need to go our separate ways. And in this depiction of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure... We've known him for all <laughs> yeah, of one episode. He joins episode. the end of last episode, and it's the start of this one, and he's like, later, guys. I gotta go. I'm oh, sorry. Easy come, easy go, I guess. We've been through so much together, but I have to find this guy. Yeah. We, never, we, don't, we, we won't talk about it, but we did fight Ebony Devil and Yellow Temperance <laughs> together. <laughs> Look, they were here. Maybe we're not entirely sure, but maybe not. I killed that orangutan. Oh, God, that his, orangutan. His blood will be on my hands forever. <laughs> but look, I gotta go. I'm, I'm out. See ya. And uh, Mr. Joestar's all like, all right, right. Abdul, don't stop him. Don't stop him. Let him go. Don't stop him even though he's obviously being lured away. Abdul says, the tomb robber becomes the mummy. I mean, all right, Abdul, but what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) It means like, if you recklessly go in, you're going to die. Ah, the robber becomes the robbed. The mummy. (laughs) The mama becomes the mummy. (gasps) The big cheese becomes the mouse. Speak on that. Well, you know, like if cheese is moldy <laughs> enough. What? You know, great can grow. Oh, it's fur. Yeah, exactly. And it starts being all like, you Nick know. Did like skittering motions with his hands. Yeah, you don't want cheese growing out of hand. Polnareff is like, Avdol, I heard that when you met Dio, you ran away. Coward. And Avdol's all like, you fucking, I'm fucking what, mate? You, you what, man? Fucking all what? right, outside. <laughs> 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 I mean, mate, you got you got fucking tell me what I'm fucking thinking. Oh, come on, then. It's your lunchtime, mate. <laughs> it's your lunchtime. Yeah. Boys, boys, <laughs> now, now. All right, let's just keep I can it wait. Civil. I got nowhere to be. Oh, but sir. This is, uh, I guess, Joseph. Sir Joseph. Now, now, it's your lunchtime, all right? I got no problem. I got nowhere to be. I've got a sandwich. This conversation made me think about how, uh, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders, mm. Joseph and... Jotaro have not met Dio, but all three of their traveling companions have. Joseph and Jotaro have not met Dio. What about Kakuin? Oh yeah, he was flesh butted. Yeah. True. Okay. It's just something interesting that occurred to me. Hmm. Mm. But it's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of the plot. Yeah. It's just a little pattern. Hmm. How is it a pattern? Because they all did. What what do you mean? They I all think... met him. And they all retell their story of how they met him. True. True. It's a pattern in the story. Except Joseph and Jodoro. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, who haven't met him. And also not Iggy later. Well, hang on a minute here. May- we, don't- we don't know. Iggy is a difficult Iggy nut to Iggy hasn't told us everyone he's met. Yeah. He's a dog, he can't talk. He's not like Scooby-Doo. What? Iggy can talk? He can talk, he can talk, he, he can, can talk, talk, he can, can talk. I can bork! No, I don't like oh, that. Oh, damn it, okay. I got so Oh, close. help me, Dr. Pet Shop! Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I told you that I'd come with you guys. And then I would seek for seeking my vengeance. And now I'm going to leave you guys to seek my vengeance. 
It's been like six hours. Thanks, thanks for helping me get to India, I guess. <laughs> He's here. I gotta go. And they're like, all Let right. him go. Let him walk across this big, beautiful bridge in like a sort of end of episode montage, but it's the beginning of the episode. But he's so slowly getting away. But then we leave and we cut to the perspective of a cool guy riding a motorcycle. Ooh. Everyone's favourite character, Whole Hog. Whole Hog. Whole Hog. That's the name of his motorbike? That's, that's pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty good ref. Yeah, yeah okay, I'll take it. it. Wild Hog starring go Tim on. Allen. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's one of them, yeah. Also, Literally all I know. Really? That's the only person you know from whole, from whole, I, I want to say, say I want to say that the main theme was Lost Highways by Bon Jovi. Uh sure, okay. Yep. I mean, I definitely know as a big fan of Wild Hogs, holding it in high regard as one of the best films of 2009. <laughs> You're probably um, right. Um, it's, you know, a flawless masterpiece that uh, deconstructs the... Toxic age- masculinity yeah, the and toxic- midlife crises. Yep, so- and uh, the, the unnecessary stigmas that we place on old age and how we can be free from that by just buying big motorbikes. Stocks. And then selling them for... Motorbikes. Motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all, it all comes back, back to, to the motorbikes. Nick, have you ever seen Heat Vision and Jack... That sounds awfully familiar. Look it up. Anyway. Um, okay. Whole Horse. He's there. Nick, I vaguely remember the podcast we recorded when we were doing JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Part 3 Stardust Crusaders. Mm-hmm. Did we do Australian Whole Horse at the time? Uh, that sounds like something we'd do. Probably. That makes a lot of sense. We are Australian and that is So Whole Horse, Horse is there. He's watching Polar Ref on his motorcycle and we see the hanged man in the reflective parts of his bike. Mm-hmm. So like the mirror, the exhaust pipe, etc, yeah. etc. He keeps that thing polished. He loves his hog. And then there's a beautiful woman there. She, she does not reflect 16 anything. years old. Oh no. Explicitly. Yikes. And she's there and she's just on the bridge and she's like, what happened yesterday? It was, it was so beautiful. I want to be with you forever. I've been waiting for you. Please take me to the hey, beach. Hey, hey, I didn't make any promises. I'm a real stand-up guy, baby. Oh, no, but... Stay I'm, with me forever. I'm only 16. Yeah, you're just 16, but I'm old enough to marry. No, that's what she says. <laughs> but I'm old enough to marry. You're only 16, lady, but I'm me. I'm old enough to marry. We can never be together. But I'm old enough to marry. Not for my culture's <laughs> values. What? Bye. Where are you from? <laughs> it's unclear. Maybe fucking somewhere He's else. He's Welsh. He's Welsh? Yeah. The fuck is the Welsh marriage tradition? No, I'm just making a joke because he's obviously like an American cowboy or oh, an yeah. Australian crocodile Dundee type. I, uh, what the hell is the Welsh accent? It's hard. Aye. No. No, no. Can't get... Hello. No. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. But one thing's for certain. Whole horse. I love you. Oh, you don't love me. I'm just a dirty drifter. I'll live and then I'll die in the street. By my own hand. It's like, which is basically what happens. That is true. Unclear if he actually dies or not, but we can, but we get that implication. He He is taken out of the story by his own hand. Or should we say his own handgun you come from an honorable aristocratic family and me why i'm whole horse but whole horse you you, you should love take me? me no baby i love you too <laughs> oh, much yeah. and he's like the most sinister yeah. sinister expression oh ever my God. when i saw it i was like well that doesn't <laughs> look like, like yeah i only love you <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh god what is that face he's like he's literally got like downward looking Hat just above his Sinister eyes. the shadows. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I love you, love mate. You. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You're the one for me. No other. <laughs> Would you make me the happiest man on earth? I bet you'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you'll get yours. <laughs> She's just there like, it's like, do you want to actually marry me? It's like, I, I might have given the wrong impression. What with my sinister expression. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you like this from time to time, but we should never get married because I'm just a no-good scoundrel. I'm a real Han Solo type. I'm the kind of guy that would murder you in the street. Anyway, you should get out of here. Bye now. And Go that's, on. That's presumably a wrap on her. Yeah, I, I don't know if she ever comes back in you know, this a, one. Because, but... like, of course, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Status Crusaders, she goes on to be the Empress. Mm, which is the weird, growthy... Yeah. Yeah. Which would be cool. 
But we're not doing that next time, I'm pretty sure. Ah, oh, shit. I could be mistaken, but it's not an episode title, at least. Hmm, okay. That's disappointing, but who and knows? Then she, so she leaves. Mm-hmm. She walks away, and he stays there. That was an unexpected nuisance. And then the... Uh, the hanged man. Is there, like... <laughs> you called that a nuisance, but you sure liked it a lot, didn't you? You filthy old man. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I own this motorbike now. And the whole horse is like, shut up. So anyway, we lured Polnareff away. You want to go kill him? I like that idea a lot. I'm the hanged man. <laughs> okay, well first let me just drive slowly by him to raise the tension. So he drives slowly by him on the bridge. Polnareff doesn't know it. Whole horse is like... <laughs> in the middle of the city, I think this is a new original scene and I like it. Mm-hmm. He's bribing a street beggar to be like, hey, when a man comes asking you about a uh, man with two right hands, you tell him you saw him on the outskirts of town. And the old, the beggar man is like, okay. See, now, if I were this beggar, Mm -hmm. and I'd already gotten whole horse's money. Yeah. When Polnareff came a-calling, I would have been like, "Ah, I can tell you some info for a coin, (laughs) but I can tell you all the info for two coins. And if he gives you the two coins, you sell out whole horse. See, that's game design right there. No, it's not. Oh. That's game theory. Oh. But that's just a theory. That is just a theory, though. Or is it? <laughs> I'm luring. So I also really like Polnareff's streetwise searching montage. Because mm, he just asks hey, everyone and anyone. Hey, you're seeing a guy with two right hands? No, fuck off. What does that even mean? What the hell's like, wrong with you? Is it two right hands on the one side of his body? Or? Well, you know it's going to take too long to explain them out. <laughs> you clearly haven't seen him if you don't know what I'm talking about. Look, you would know. All right, cool people know. I really pay a lot of, ten- a lot of attention to the handedness of people I meet. Haven't you? I'm sure it would no, stick I'm out. I'm no Yoshikage Kira. Look, I think it would serial sore. killer and hand fetishist. <laughs> I think it would stick out like a sore thumb. You you look Nick so amused. So, Nick looks so self satisfied. Look, I'm not saying that might be the greatest joke I've made on this entire show. Joke? The the greatest pun? They drive out on the motorbike. <laughs> I don't think did Whole Horse have the motorbike in the anime? I don't remember it. Um, I think he must have. Why? To get around. He rode an elephant with that woman for a while. Did he? Yeah. But I don't remember if that was in this episode or in Oingo Boingo. Hmm. He must have had a motorbike, surely. I can't remember. As we know, I can't remember many things, so... I don't know. But I assume he did. If he so did... he drives out to the ruins to talk to Jay Guile, the hanged man. Jay Guile. And he's smoking his cigarette, and Jay Guile is just staying unseen in some shadows. We know what he looks like. He's got two right head. hands, we can see that. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he looks like a bastard. He looks like an evil boy. He's a real piece of shit. But we know he's the most <laughs> we're, evil. We're luring Polnareff into our trap. Yes, we are. <laughs> Jesus. We already kind of had this conversation remotely. Not entirely sure why you came out here. Yeah, why did he come out here? <laughs> oh, to kill a snake. And to smoke a cigarette. Yeah, he's, he's not allowed to smoke in the city centre ah. because of uh, smoke smoking laws. Yeah, of course. going to be at least uh, two kilometres <laughs> outside the city. Right on the outskirts of town. In the ruins. Uh-huh. Pulls out the Emperor, Golden in this version. Mm. He's the man with the golden gun. Ah, mm. He's the fancy guy. It also looks a little less cartoonish than uh, in the anime. You don't remember. I remember it had a big yet like gem on the side of it. Whereas this one just has a big circle on the side no, of it. It's the regular orb. Yeah, exactly. I like how the bullets crackle with stand lightning too. Mm, it's good shit. Shoots the head off the cobra, and then the cobra's head falls into the reflection of the bottle that Jay Guile has, and he does his mirror magic on it. Which, of course, was coming to attack Jay Guile, but now because it's it dead. was a snake. Ah, like Jay Guile. Like Big Boss. <sighs> Remember when Big Boss got bitten by that snake? Which one? In Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. Which one? The snake that bites him. What snake? Which snake? Have you finished this game? No. You should finish this game. It gets bitten by a snake. There's a good sequence. Oh, okay, alright. Can I just Google it? Yeah. I'll probably just Google it. Okay. Cool. Great. I won't spread your ashes to the sunless sea. You keep getting that very slightly wrong. I know, but it makes me happy. <laughs> so anyway, what's his I name? I can respect that. The the hanged man guy, Jay Guile, is like, eh. <laughs> and then we cut. Everyone is hanging out on a stoop. Jotaro, Joseph, and Avdol. Jotaro only says one thing in this episode, and it's, I like this country. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's a good line. <laughs> I'm gonna... Um, my voice is very sore, so I won't be talking much. <laughs> uh, Kakuin starts running back. He's like, I've secured a vehicle. I can drive. I'm 16 years old or whatever. <laughs> I'm of legal age here. To get married or drive a car. Yeah, basically to do anything in this world. So uh, everyone's like, all right. But Avdol 
is concerned. <gasps> so Avdol. The, the kids walk away, mm-hmm. and Avdol and Joseph are like, "Huh, Polnareff." It just, it, it, I don't, I don't recall if this conversation is in the anime or not, but I like it. Okay. Where he's like, it just really bothers me, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it that the, they revealed themselves to Polnareff after he'd gone off by himself, almost as if they're trying to lure him away from us. Mm. 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 Deduction. And now Polnareff's gone away from us. From us. Mm. Huh. What a coinky dink. I agree, Avdo. Let's get in the car and go find him. So they, uh, they. And then there's over the shoulder smiling Jotaro oh, and Kakyoin. It looks so weird. His face is not meant to contort in that direction. Oh. You know, you use more muscles when uh, frowning than smiling, and Jotaro is hella ripped, so he should never <laughs> smile. <laughs> He's got more muscles than a fucking clam, because muscle is a, the sea, it's a it's shellfish. Yeah, it's a shellfish. It's called a muscle. I think Polnareff is being pretty shellfish to go off by himself. Damn it, why do you have to one-up my joke so well? <laughs> Let me have my jo- my precious, precious bad jokes. What, you're sure you saw a man with two right hands? And the beggar was like, um, yeah, sure. I absolutely saw that shit. On the street over there. I'll tell you it for free. Oh, damn it, I already did. So he is here. And everyone else is stuck in traffic. Meh, meh, meh. Kakuin does the longest, like, honk. Yeah, like, that'll clear it up, Kakuin. Yeah. Oh, someone's honking. Let's all get out of the way. Um, and he's like, well, we're stuck here. Let's split up and search for clues. So they all hop out, except for Kakuin. Who they leave with the car. And Kakuin's like, right. <laughs> yeah, Kakuin. So, after says, Kakuin, seat of the vehicle. And then he's just, like, in the car. And he just, like, frustratedly slams his hand on the wheel. It's like, hmm. God, traffic. Oh my God, it's so dumb. This is the first time I've driven and I'm very angry about it. <laughs> is this what driving is like? Pretty oh, much. great. Polnareff walks out into the street and Whole Horse is there with his big, beautiful motorcycle. Mm-hmm. You. Hey, you. Do you have two right hands? The gun is mightier than the sword. Oh, I see you don't have two right hands. I don't care about you. Tell me, have you ever heard of a game called Soldier's Chess? Again, really don't care about you. Ah, yes, you know, there's a lot of fundamentals in soldiers. You see, chess. there's the soldiers and the tanks and the mines. I'm not, I, I'm not invested in you at all. Well, you see, the tank gets blown up by the mine, but the mine is found by the soldier. The soldier is weak to the tank. You see, it's like uh, a soldier's chess. Ah. Again, really don't care about you. Soldiers Would chess! Would you like to play some soldiers chess with me, Polnareff? Mm. I've bought a set recently, but no one wants to play with me. Yeah, look, and then I'm... it's like Yu-Gi-Oh holograms. <laughs> look, I'm not surprised no one wants to play with you. Even I don't want to play with you. You don't want to play soldiers chess Whole with horse, me? Whole horse, the board game nerd, is pretty good. <laughs> Do you want to come around and play some Arboretum, Polnareff? <laughs> Tell me, have you ever heard of Food Chain Magnate? Of... What's that? It's oh, I, can, I, I can, yeah, I've put it together. Yep. Have you ever heard of Magic the Gathering, Polnareff? Tell me, Polnareff, have you heard of the Millennium Puzzle? Polnareff, you've got four friends you travel with, don't you? Would you like to come around and play some Dungeons and Dragons with me? <laughs> How did you know I have four friends? <laughs> we lured you away from them so that we could see if you were cool. Suddenly the air is tense, Ugh. thick. With musky sense of tension and thickness. Jay Guile. Roll a d20 to see if you survive the next encounter. Jay Guile is definitely like a toxic gamer. Gets not, really angry when like it's not always all about him. Not Whole Horse, but Jay Guile. Oh, Jay Guile. Jay Guile. Whole Horse is a team player. Okay. He says, says so himself in the other He's anime. He's a support man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Jay Guile. He knows how to share the spotlight. Jay Guile is like, no, I'm killing the Cobra. I'm getting the final blow. He's like, let me do it. <laughs> Look, you guys. I want the experience points. Stop pushing mid, okay? You're really lagging behind That's by like pushing mid. That's like a thing? Yeah. Hmm. Oh my god, can you just like go on mute? Because you're really not helping right now. You're just, you know, you're not really, you're not really assisting the team right now. Do you really have to pick Tracer right now? Tracer's low tier. Tracer here? Oh my god, don't, bro, you mi- look, just give up already, right? Let me do it, okay? I've got a 20 to 1 KD ratio on COD. Is you- that good? I assume. <laughs> I imagine it's quite good, yeah. Look, I think I know how to pull out a gun, alright? I'm whole horse. I know wait, no, I'm Jay Guile. I think I know how to pull out a mirror man, okay? You know, if uh Jay Guile got a gun, whole horse would be kind of redundant. Yes, I guess so. Also, if Jay Guile was better at not being seen through mirrors. 
Yes. Yeah, because like if it was just Polnareff looking in a mirror and then Jay Guile snuck up behind Polnareff instead of... Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Whole horse does the whole gun is mightier than the sword monologue. Ugh. And he's like, your sword can't beat my gun. And Polnareff is like, what? Beat your bum? <laughs> that cracks me up. If your gun's a bum, my bum... Wait, if your gun's a drum, my bum's a drum. Dun, 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 dun. And they all start laughing. They, they just literally laugh maniacally. Like, literally knee-slapping in the street. Whole horse is cracking up. Polnareff is gone. This is, this is a classic bit. And then, as soon as he's Whole like... Whole horse <laughs> doubles over, abruptly stops laughing. Looks sinister up. grin. You fell into my trap, Yugi. I'll fucking kill you, he says. Does he say, I'll fucking kill you? Yeah. I'll fucking kill you. There you go. And then he throws his cigarette. Spits his cigarette. Sorry, he spits his cigarette into the air. Kind of forward, too. It doesn't really make sense with what happens. But then he summons his gun, takes a shot. You underestimated me, Polnareff. I'm going to shoot you. You forgot the gun is mightier than the sword. You think I can't sword fight a, a gun? <laughs> I, I sword fired fire last episode. Let me just slice through this here. Bullet goes Oh, no. The- I missed because it moved. That's right. I control both the bullet and the gun. I'm speaking very quickly in real time, but it's slowing down to be comprehensible. So the cigarette is still spinning in the air, which is actually yeah, yeah, a dope yeah. effect. And then the bullet grazes Polnareff. Because Avdol, right? Does that happen now? I haven't got a picture of it. I thought Avdol runs in. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Avdol runs in and tackles him to dodge the bullet. And the bullet shatters his uh, quote-unquote heart earring, which is a nice touch. Ooh. His right which hand Which I don't earring. recall if that's in the anime or not. No one can ever know. There's just no way of knowing. There's literally no way of going back and watching those episodes. Avdol. Polnareff, I came here because I was worried. Worried about me? But I'm Polnareff. You can't win by yourself, Polnareff. They know everything about us. Oh, well, now I'm insulted. <laughs> Whole horse catches his cigarette back in his mouth. And he's all like, well, 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 looks like the gun is still mightier than no the No sense throwing away a perfectly good cigarette. Well, I'm one for wastage, and I don't want to waste this here bullet that's coming in towards you. So I'll you. keep using that one, too. I'll just make it spin around My and stand come on back. has two powers. It can control the cigarette... Uh-huh. And the bullet. And let me tell you, one of those things gets a lot more usage than the other. It's the bullet. For killing people. For, ki- for murder. I only smoke when I'm murdering. Because smoking is bad for you. And man, it's bad for my health. Imagine how bad it must be for the dead man. Magician's <laughs> red. Kakuin's running over. Kakuin sees in the puddle behind Abdol <gasps> the hanged man. Oh my god. And then, like we know what happens, sword stab in back, magician's red vanish, bullet hit head. <gasps> no! Oh, no! Avdol, no! And, like, shocked faces, bloody bandage. Uh, falls to the ground. Jotaro's like, I've got a bad feeling about this. He does have another line. Oh, there you go. That's his second line. It's as if one soul cried out in anguish and then was silenced. But not really. It's just going to go away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how this pans out. But then it'll come back and then just kind of, you know, die immediately. Have a new personality for a while. Yeah. Although given this one, it might be he came back and then three seconds later, Vanilla Ice shows up and kills him. I saw a good image today. Um, of, it's like a series of pictures of Avdol with no, no arms mm-hmm. floating in an endless void. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, that's what happens to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's there and he's like, oh, this sucks. Every day's the same. Oh, a bubble. What's that? And it's the... Explosive bubble that the hand swiped away in the dim- Diamond is Unbreakable climax. Bubble that the hand he was, swiped away. Yoshikaga Kira was doing the air bubble explosive combo with Stray Cat. Oh, vaguely, so yeah. So he's like, I'll just pop it with my foot. <laughs> and then his leg is blown off. He's like, oh, why can't I die? <laughs> <laughs> when will he learn? So yeah, Avdol gets shot and knifed. Whole horse is like... Well, well, well. This game of soldiers chess has just become interesting. Looks like this here <laughs> turned into a game of Avdol chess. <laughs> Ain't I right, Jay Guile? New choice. Uh, okay, yep. Go on. Say again. It looks like this soldiers chess game has turned into a game of soldiers chess. <laughs> okay, I've got one. Okay, go on. Looks like this game of soldiers chess has just become a game of soldiers checkmate. 
Looks like this game of soldier's chess just became a game of soldier's death. Looks like this game of soldier's chess just committed a war crime. Looks like the Australian Special Forces in oh, Afghanistan. Jesus. Spicy. <laughs> Woo! Can't top that. Goddamn. Uh, he's dead, they're sad, and it's raining on the lower half of Polnareff's face. And Polnareff's all like, that idiot, why'd he get in my way? And Kakuin's like, do you hear what you're saying, you asshole? Great foley of the sound of the tears hitting Polnareff's leather boot. And then he turns around, he's like, why'd he have to get himself killed? That guy, so serious. Guys like that, ugh, I'm Polnareff. It's too much for me. Everyone I love dies. End episode. Ah. A real soldier's chess. I was really surprised that this OVA includes a two-parter. Or a continuation, depending on how they slice it. Mm. Well, I mean, it is many episodes. Of course, um, in the in the anime, if I recall correctly, uh, Emperor versus Hanged Ma- Emperor and Hanged Man was one of, if not the first, two-parter battle. So it makes some sense. There's a lot to pack in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the OVA is packed in quite a bit already. That's true. I was expecting just I was expecting like major structural changes to it to cram the whole thing into one. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe because um, you recall next um, like. Kakuin and Pomarev go out to the ruins and fight Jay Guile there. Yeah. Yep. I thought perhaps that like that would just happen in the streets here and now. Mm. But then where would Jay Guile be? I don't know, in some building. In, in just somewhere. Just in amongst yeah. the crowd and the alleyways. Yeah. Doesn't, wherever. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, he's just over there. He's just in the shadows. <laughs> oh, that's the guy with two right oh, that's hands. That's pretty convenient. Let's let's fuck him up. Let's stab his face off. And we're done here. All yeah, right. It's right. a wrap of, on Polnareff. End of vengeance. Abdul's still alive. Oh, great. Right. Oh, he's back. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, guys, that bullet changed my personality. I'm like Phineas Gage. That's what happens now. Yep. <laughs> well, I've got no unresolved feelings about my revenge quest. I'm really well adjusted now. Oh, God. It's so much darker. So I have no unresolved feelings, really? No, no, no. Yes, all of them. No, Speedwagon no. Foundation hooked me up with a pretty good mental health plan. Those guys understand the natural trauma of the world. And that's why I recommend Speedwagon Health Foundation. For the low, low price of $700 a month, you too can afford top-tier psychiatric <laughs> evaluation. American healthcare system. Oh, it is. Joke there. Uh, so. All right. End of app. Yeah. Highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Highlight As I said, Nick, I thought this was a really good one. Okay, my low light was the entire middle of the episode. Which bits is that from uh, and to? From when Polnareff leaves to when Avdol finds Polnareff. Actually, Why? no. No, not quite. From when Polnareff leaves up until Polnareff runs into the homeless guy who's all like, oh, he's over there. Because in that entire bit, you I was You didn't like, like his investigation montage? Look, it's fine. But I was just a bit like, eh, eh it's a bit slow. It's a little slow to get there. And then we get to the end of the episode. It's like, finally, it's happening. The showdown. Here we go. Hmm. Yeah. But it just sort of felt like a bit of a... It's your low light. Yes. My low light is probably the whole horse, uh, not the Empress woman conversation. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if we're not doing the Empress, I guess it establishes things about whole horse's character. But also, like... Maybe it's just because I'm coming with the baggage of having seen the other show, but I feel like the rest of it gave us the idea of who he was. Mm, yeah. He's still just a guy. And she's just like on people. the middle of this huge bridge for some reason. Yeah. And then and she leaves. It Was it like, was she on the back of the motorbike beforehand? No, she walked up to him. So weird. Like, it just, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot she, of sense. If I recall correctly, they were traveling together for a while mm. or implied to be in the other one. And then she's like, He's like, well, baby, time for me to go my separate ways. She's like, what? Yeah. Whereas this one just shows up on a bridge. Hey. About that time we spent together. I think it was that he didn't show up when he said he was going to. Uh, That's the impression I got. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Whole horse. Um, possible sex offender in this, <laughs> this reality. She's only 16. Yeah. Um, highlight, though. Whole horse. Hi. I'm... Ah, oh, fuck, this joke is ruined because I can't remember the name of the guy who hosts To Catch a Predator. Oh, uh, I was about to say Adam Levine, but that is not that name. Nope. No. Anyway, that's the joke. Make it in your own brain and laugh at it. Courtesy of JoJo's World. Courtesy of JoJo World. <laughs> no, no, it has to be JoJo's World. Um, highlight, Liam. Highlight. My highlight... Is it the whole horse versus Polnareff bit before mm, Avdol shows up? No. 
Ooh. Okay, all right, because that's mine. I like the shot of Polnareff walking by himself along the bridge with the big shot of the water in the background. Interesting. Why so? It's got good vibes. Ooh. Good, mellow, uh, pained. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm embracing my darker nature to be a loner right now. Ah, uh, big yikes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. What is your highlight, Nicholas? I just said it's the bit where Polnareff finds whole horse and they're like, soldier's chess. Soldier's chess, eh? Uh, and then they just shoot a bullet. The sport of soldier's kings. Ah, soldier's chess. Queen's gambit. More like guns gambit. Queen's Gumbert? Emperor's Gambit, I guess, maybe? Anyway, anyway just that whole bit. We've all not seen that show. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good stuff. It's all good, baby. Hell yeah. So, uh, Nick, next time. <gasps> are we watching Revolutionary Girl? I don't want to end this on the cliffhanger. Let's do one more of these to okay. resolve this whole dead Avdol situation. Sure, we'll see what happens to Avdol. No one knows. No one knows. We'll see what happens. <laughs> all right, cool. Cool. What's going to happen next time? Hmm. 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 I reckon Abdul's going to be dead. R.I.P. Rip in peace. Uh, but instead of doing the whole genie thing, maybe we'll he'll just... just come back. Like, they'll just take him to a hospital, maybe? Or maybe he'll come save them from Enya? Maybe? I don't know. Because Enya's coming back. And she mm. had... Because she also had, like, some vaguely zombie-style stuff going on with her frog stance. So maybe True. they'll emulate the, the dead sister thing with that. Maybe, but it's it seems weird to me that they would kill him off... In 2001. I'm very excited that we'll be doing Enya too, because of course Whole Horse is in that, so it's like he never leaves, because it's just, <laughs> if we're going straight from here to Enya. He's just there. Yeah. He's just there. He's run away and we're like, follow him. Oh, there he is. Oh. Kill him. I, oh, it's been a while since I've watched Stardust Crusaders through again, but I yeah. love just the Whole Horse recurring villain situation. Yeah. Like he becomes like increasingly a joke. He's the only, other, up until the finale, he's the only one who like, Establishes themselves as a credible threat to our heroes. Mm. I guess Endul took Kakuin out for a while, but he comes. He was his life was never. Yeah, he just to be got over. cool glasses. You yeah. know, Whole Horse shoots Avdol in the head, and then by the end of it, he's like an Oingo Boingo joke villain. And he's like, "What have I done? Oh, that's Whole Horse. Whole Horse. Everyone. Yep. So I, I don't know. I reckon maybe Avdol will just come back, stick around. Yeah. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, more or less. I'll just either take him to a hospital and be like, we're running out of time, but we know where Dio is. But we're running out of time. I mean, they don't really. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Let's wrap it up. If you have like problems, this episode, go check out Jojo World, the amusement God park in Japan. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Jojo's World with an S. And that's podcasts, baby. It's 36 degrees. Is it? I think so. I'm not going to check the weather. It's too hot. Until next time. To, to be, be continued. continued.